Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Mind is the Matter podcast, where we will be expanding our minds to its fullest potential, bringing it to its peace, and healing and loving ourselves along our journey. I am your host, Alyssa, so let's get started. What's up, you guys? Hope everybody is doing good. Everybody's week is good as well. I ain't even going front with y'all. This week's episode was inspired by last week's events. (laughs) And, you know, I'm not going to, like, for those who have been, like, following my podcast, been up, like, listening episode after episode, you kind of know, been dating this guy. Everything is going good. I do my, I always do my little testimony. For those who are new here, always do a little testimony because I want every single one of my listeners to know this is me. This is raw. I'm never going to sugarcoat it for nobody. And I'm always going to tell my truth and just as much as y'all are on this journey in life with you know getting your mental health right you know finding peace trying to trying to navigate yourself and not over like overly stress and getting past certain traumas and just learning about ourselves to the complete max is what I'm here for and just as much as y'all learning, I'm learning too. I get, I, this man literally called me out on my own shit. And I was like, damn, like, that's a really, that's, you pointing that out makes me realize something about myself. And, you know, obviously everything that I do and everything that I say, I always want to reflect that back on, you know, my, like, like I said, my own personal things that happen in my own life that could potentially be happening to the same person that could be listening to this. So I'm gonna go ahead and get deep, like dive deep into this episode. And today's episode is going to be about stop controlling shit you can't control. (laughs) It's not the actual like, like the title of this episode, but you guys know the gist. Like, stop trying to control everything. And listen, I am definitely guilty of doing this shit. I really am because oftentimes, and this was probably like, maybe because this is the first guy that actually fucking pays attention or just, listen, I ain't gonna lie. What I said to him really was out of pocket, but I'm gonna get more into it so you guys can understand the backstory. So pretty much long story short, we had, we've been talking or been dating for almost three months now. And based off my past, I, you know, been let down and I I ain't the first and I ain't gonna be the last. It's been let down. I'm sure my listeners have been let down a good, healthy amount of times. (laughs) And sometimes we get this sense of wanting to control a situation. Now, my response to what's happened to me in the past was, and I guess for me, this is a way of protecting myself too, out of, you know, me doing more things for someone than what they're doing for me or just investing time that I shouldn't be investing my time in or my energy in. So I set up this little rule was it's going to be 90 days. 90 days will give me some type of sense of whether or not I want to pursue something more or, you know, have an idea about whether or not I want to be in a relationship with someone. Like three months, I feel like that would give me enough time to know if this is something I want to commit to. And I not only did I apply that to myself, but I also applied that to outside like the outside people who date me. And I so happened to apply it to him now where I fucked up. <laughs> Whereas I said this to him and I shouldn't have said it. And even he said this to me that I shouldn't have said it to him. But the way I put it out there, I kinda it 
I worded it as an ultimatum more than just this is a standard for me. Like this is something that I go by to protect myself and to really have a better understanding. So that way I'm not further wasting time with individuals and knowing, okay, what are we doing here? Because we're sleeping together. You're up in my house. We're going on dates. Like it's been three, it's been like after three months, you got to have some type of idea about what you want to do. And I can't be the only one. Okay. I cannot be the only one that has had these thoughts and these, you know, these uh, urges to have a conversation with or just these impulses. But even when I said it, him being the understanding man that he is and knowing my background, he didn't and he took it well, but he didn't take it well at the same time. Because looking back on how I said it to him, it really was fucked up. I ain't gonna lie. Like me sitting there telling this man, you got three months and if you don't know what you want, then I'm out. <laughs> like I'm gonna cut your ass off. It was really fucked up. I can't be doing that. But the way he he gave me a really good example. And something I've learned about men is you cannot tell a man, like, it's not, as a woman, you should not tell a man what to do. Like, if a man is going to do it, he's going to do it. And these men are not dumb. Like, they're stupid sometimes. <laughs> no offense to my male listeners out there. Y'all some y'all be on some bullshit. Y'all be dumb sometimes. Y'all be stupid sometimes. But they're not dumb. Men know what what to do when it comes to, you know, pursuing a woman, courting a woman. And he gave me a really good, he gave me a good ass example. And, you know, I'm not going to go too personal of our conversation, but he told me, you know, imagine I already have the plan to buy you flowers and now you're telling me to get you flowers. It doesn't come from more of a genuine place now because originally I already had the plan. I already, I was going to go to the store, get the flowers, all that stuff. And now you're asking me to get you flowers. Now it doesn't seem as genuine. doesn't seem like I'm doing this from the kindness of my heart. It seems as if I'm just doing it to please you because you asked me to do it. And sometimes us women, we may not uh, we may not admit this, but I love when a man does something for me without me having to ask him because that just shows me he's choosing to do this, not he's doing this because I told him to do this. And when he gave me that perspective, and I'm really glad he did because – I didn't realize how much of a fucking control freak I was until he pointed that out to me because and he's not the first one I've had my girlfriends them like kind of my close friends that like know me and I'd be kind of ask for advice about a situation they're like girl you trying to control the situation you need to let it go like you can't be doing that shit because you're gonna end up self-sabotaging and this dude is gonna fucking dip thank god this man like the way our conversation ended like it like we had we had a really good day that day, even even with that shit, even with the disagreement and him being kind of pissed off at me when I said like we had a really, really good day. And of course, we kind of came back to the conversation again and him just telling me like, you know, it's like he was taking responsibility and apologizing to me. And I'm like, no, you didn't have to apologize because you're completely right. Who am I to sit there and tell you when you need to ask me out or when you need to, you know, asked me to be to be in a relationship with me like that's not my place and I can't have I can't sit there and try and control our situation just because I want it right then and there for my own security purposes because let's be real here how often do we try to secure or how often do we try to control a situation based off of the security of understanding and knowing like we have a sense of power when we feel like we can control a situation because if we control it then we know the outcome now 
where I failed, <laughs> where I've always failed doing this and controlling this is what I want to teach people who are listening is there are pros and cons to having control, like controlling, because you can control yourself. You can control how often you go to the gym. You can control how often you are putting time into your education, what degree you're getting, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? Like those things you have full full range motion of control. Now, when it comes to the people outside of you, outside of yourself, that is completely out of your control, you cannot expect to control them. And when you try to control them, you're going to end up bringing chaos into your life. You're going to bring so much drama that's not even needed or just unnecessary, unnecessary stress. Like, why would you want to stress yourself out over shit that you can't control? Because I learned and I've been preaching this, but I'm trying to, you know, really strive to practice this more and I thank God for this man because he really he pointed it out to me and I was like damn man like I can't sit here and hold someone else accountable for like shit that's happened in my past and put it onto him I can't do that and neither can you do that oh sorry Jesus excuse me you can't do that either because when you start to feel like you need to control a situation you need to you need to have some type of demands on something it doesn't feel natural anymore it doesn't feel genuine and I know piece of me felt like, you know, maybe if I control the situation, then I, I can know how this is going to play out. It's never going to play out the way you try to control it. And any, it doesn't matter which way you try to control it. It's never, you got to understand the essence of nobody can be controlled by you. And you can try to micromanage your life as much as you want. But Sometimes having that sense of control is only going to leave you less satisfied than being fully fulfilled by things that are good of this world and that do come to you and the blessings that come to you. And that's where I kind of had like that little revelation because when we came back, came back to my house and he, it just, you can see it in his face. And I'm a very, like when it comes to, like when it comes to me, I pay attention to body language and I, I pay attention to like facial expressions. So his face said it all. He was just pissed. Like, well, not pissed, but he was just like, he was like, I can't believe you said that kind of, you know, like, why would you say that aloud? Because me telling him you got three months and if by this date you don't ask me to be your girl, like I'm out. <laughs> and it's so stupid because it really just, it, the conversation started off something so small, <laughs> like as simple as he was like, oh, you know. He's like, you should, you should pre, you should pre, uh, what is it? Oh my God. What the hell? Like meal, meal prep. Like if you meal prep my, like my meals for me and stuff like that. I'm like, you on a trial right now. Like that's, that's, you got to buy the premium package for me to be doing that <laughs> as a joke. And, and I guess in a way in that, in that moment in time, it kind of did bother me because part of me is like, as a woman, naturally, if you're with a man for X amount of time and you're just like, okay, like, well, what are we doing here? Like, are you going to commit to me? Do you want a relationship with me? Or are you just bullshitting and fucking around? Like, am I just something to pass time with? Because I intentionally date. I don't do that casual shit. If I'm dating you, I'm getting to know you. I want to eventually build a relationship with you and eventually that relationship building off into, you know, a marriage because like I said, as much as this society and this world is like, oh, yeah, be casual, be casual, do that hookah bullshit, do that situationship bullshit. I'm sorry, but I'm not of this world. I'm okay. I'm off that. If God himself bring, brings me a man and he's a good man, he brings me closer to God, then, you know, I'm definitely going to relish into that. I'm definitely going to take my, like, 
you know, be consumed by that and want more of it and want to pursue that than just pursuing something that's casual that's not going to lead anywhere. Like, it's good to get to know people. And there's certain people in our lives that do serve only one purpose and just to serve the purpose of what we want, and what we don't want. But at the same time, I'm not here just to for shits and giggles. You know, I'm here to, you know, create a connection, create different, you know, different memories and who else isn't you know like I feel like partnership is a beautiful thing especially when it comes to getting to know people and that's where I failed with my own my own controlling abilities and control issues because I would always end up self-sabotaging because I just wanted shit right then and there and I think that's why I got so infatuated with love bombing because love bombers are quick and fast like they just give you all this affection they give you all this love and you're like oh shit like give me give me give me like rushing into a relationship like the last guy that I was with fucker really love bombed the shit out of me and we he was already asked me to be his girlfriend like this big ass gesture asked me to be his girlfriend and i was i ate that shit up because it gave me a sense of security it gave me a sense of okay we're in a relationship now there there's commitment here there's a responsibility here when you're openly dating and there's no commitment there as someone who is a prior control freak that scares the shit out of me because there is there in, in any given moment or time that man or that woman that you're in a situation with can get the fuck up and and go. They don't owe you shit because they're not committed to you. They're not in a relationship with you. When you're in a relationship with someone, that's a different. That's at a set at a different bar. They gotta owe like you. They owe you something. They're responsible for your feelings and for you too. Like, you know, the responsibilities that are of a relationship. I'm not just saying they're responsible for you as an individual, but y'all know. You guys know what I'm saying. But yeah, so when he pointed that out to me. I realized for myself, like I really had to backtrack and just kind of go as deep as like my childhood and my past relationships that's failed because I felt like from my abandonment, from the disappointment, from the betrayal, the hurt, the pain, everything that I've ever felt in one in one place, I really try to get a grasp of, okay, maybe if I control, you know, where this goes and I get I have some type of timeline, it's like my security belt. It kind of it's a safety net for me. And I don't know anybody else out there that does this. But I'm going to I'm just going to tell you right now, it's OK to have some type of like when, when a certain time time like time passes on to have that conversation. But don't ever try to put the expectation on someone like you need to. This needs to be done at this time. Like, no, it's good if that if it's past that time, like, OK, like I said, it's been three months have a conversation don't just sit there and tell the guy yeah it's been three months your trial has ended so are you either going to renew and buy the premium package that's the relationship package as me being your girlfriend or we gonna have to go separate ways don't do that shit don't be me (laughs) don't do that (laughs) i look back at that shit i'm just like oh my god i'm getting secondhand embarrassment for myself because i can't believe i said that And I don't blame him for being pissed. I really don't because that really was out of pocket for me to sit there and say in the first place. Like, who the hell am I to tell someone, yeah, you got by this time. And if you don't ask me on this time, I'm removing myself completely from the from the the premises. Like, it's been real. It's been nice knowing you for the last three months, you know. So, yeah, getting out of that habit of control and out of that habit of trying to have some type of power in a situation just because you it gives you some type of comfort is not always the best idea because you're just gonna end up self-sabotaging shit and believe me i've self-sabotaged enough shit in my day to know that the controlling sense of me the side of me that is controlling doesn't do shit for me because yes there's pros and cons when it comes to controlling but the pros and cons like the only pro of controlling 
like having those controlling like traits is when it comes to yourself. Like I can control my how often I go to the gym. I can control whether or not I'm going to get a degree. I can control whether or not I'm going to stay in a situation or not. But that's all ultimately up to yourself. That has nothing to do with what's outside of you. You can't sit there and tell someone what to do. You can't manipulate someone what to do. Now, some people think that they can and some people actually do. They manipulate situations to get what they want. But at the same time, that's not how the real world works. If you want some genuine connections, if you want to get out of your own way and trying to find what's meant for you and what's what's going to align with you, you can't always be in control. Sometimes whatever you guys believe in, if you guys believe in the universe, sometimes you got to let the universe take over control. But for me as a Christian, as a woman who trusts and has faith in God, I have to have faith that, you know what, God got this. Like all my all my faith, everything that's going that I feel like I'm having anxiety and I can't control, I have to give that up to God. Like, and for those who are believers who do believe in God, just know that no matter what, everything in your life is playing out the way it's supposed to play out. No matter how much you try to think that you're controlling a situation, that situation is never really under your control. It's really under God's control. And every time you try to play God or you try to like micromanage your life, you're only pushing back and setting things back further from what's actually meant for you instead of, you know, just trying to, and, and that kind of goes hand in hand with being impatient, like being impulsive, like wanting it right then and there. And that was my problem. Like me, I don't know anybody else out there that does this shit, but me personally, when I have something good in front of me, I try to hold on to it as close as I can, because if it's good to me, it's good for me. I want to preserve that. I want to put as much, I want to water it as much as I can. So that way it stays alive. It stays flourishing. But the problem is, is that no matter how often I may water something, that doesn't mean that something is actually going to be meant for me. And as much as I try to control a situation, that doesn't mean that it's going to work out the way I expect it to work out. And I have to let that go. You have to let that go. If you want to have genuine relationships, friendships, or even in your work environment, you have to know when to put the pen down, to set yourself down and be like, all right, you need to, you need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> you need to chill the fuck out. Like this is, this is you going over your head with this shit because you really can't control it. And it's hard to say like it's coming from me and I am such a big control freak when it comes to certain things. But I had to let that go if I really want to have a genuine connection because the pa- patience and you know, patience really does go, like I said, hand in hand with letting go of your sense of control because you have to let, you have to allow those things to happen naturally. And for me, yeah, it may come naturally to you to control the situation, but you can't control what comes naturally to someone else because my hard work ethic, my self-ambition, the way I'm determined for things, that's something that comes, that stems off of me or you as an individual now. Me trying to force that onto someone else, me trying to control what another person's future is going to be, that's a whole different ballgame. You can't do that shit. You can't expect, you can't hold your expectations over another person to live up to if they have their own set of expectations. You see what I'm saying? Because, like I said, the conversation that me and him had, thank God that this man is so understanding because I really could have fucked that shit up. I ain't going to (laughs) lie. Like I said, my controlling, and I've been praying over this so often, like, God, please don't let me self-sabotage. Like, don't let me fumble what I prayed for and what you sent to me. But if I have a faith, like me having faith and me having trust in God, I have to know that no matter what, if it's genuinely meant for you, 
it's always going it's already yours it's already claimed as yours you just need to be patient when you receive those actions because just because you want it right like right then and there doesn't mean god is gonna be like all right that's yours like you can pray about things you can pray about the things that you want but that doesn't mean necessarily you're gonna get it right then and there and i feel like that's where control kind of comes in because if you can control if you feel like you have some type of power over a situation then you can you can control when you're gonna get it and that's not the case you can control when you're going to get your degree, but you can't control when a person's going to commit to you. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking to myself when I say that. And to anybody that needs that advice, I got gotcha, you. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm a living testimony. The shit that hits the fan for me, I will be more than happy to talk about it. So that way, who knows? Somebody out there could be literally going through the same exact shit, like in their dating life and trying to have some type of sense of, okay, I need a man that's going to do this. I need him to do this at this time. I need him to do this at this time. <sighs> the beauty of men and women is we all have our own little our own little like ticks. And one thing about a man's tick is don't tell that fucker what to do. <laughs> like he can follow like listen a man can follow. Like especially when a man lives with you if you're living with a man, he will follow your tendencies like how you fold your like how you fold your clothes or how you clean the house. Like he's not going to do it exactly the way you do it. But like, you know, you see what like you picking up what I'm putting down. He's going to follow certain tendencies that you do. But when it comes to the things that he does out of pursuant for you, you got to let that you got to let you got to leave that in his hands. You can't control what that man does because it's going to feel to him like it's not genuine, like it's not even coming from him. So super important to kind of let those let those strings of control go and break that bondage of trying to control things, especially when they're completely out of your element, because, uh how often do we just try to control a situation or we think we're influencing a situation? Like, don't text that person thinking it's meant to be. Like, oh, maybe if I reach out, maybe he'll realize or she'll realize that I'm the one. So I need to text them. I need to call them. I need to put effort in. You are, you, if you, without you understanding this, you are micromanaging a situation that shouldn't even be happening in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that shit. <laughs> I'm raising my hand saying I've done this. I have been guilty of this. And I'm trying to alleviate that and make it stop. So that way good things that happen to me, I'm not I'm not always sitting there saying, Oh yeah, well, I knew this was gonna happen because I controlled it. Like I made this happen. No. The things that you can make happen is what you put the effort towards. Now, as what things are doing for you out of out of your control. And you gotta let that go because as much as, you know, control can stem off from being neglected, being abandoned, being abused, being taken advantage of, having shitty relationships, having a shitty dating life in the past, you know, all of these factors can definitely play into why we want to control, why we want to have some type of control in a situation because we feel powerful when we are in control. But when we're not in control, it makes us feel like we're vulnerable like we don't have power in any situation and it leaves us with the anxiety of oh my god well like what if this goes like we don't like the unknown that's the problem people who have control issues don't like the unknown they don't like not having the answer they don't like not knowing the answer so therefore if you ain't gonna give me an answer then i'm gonna control the situation to get an answer and sometimes you're trying to control to get an answer trying to get certain outcomes turn out worse than you can ever imagine and that's why i'm saying for me Thank God for that man, <laughs> because the outcome of that conversation, it could have went left if I would have stayed in that controlling mindset. If I would have been like, oh, well, 
whatever, whatever. He said, like, this is my life. This is my thoughts. This is how, this is how it's going to go. And this is how my relationship is going to go. No, because anytime, regardless of whoever's in front of you, can easily turn turn away from you and be like, nah, that's not for me. You're not about to control me and control our whole relationship because you're not the only one that's in it. I'm in this too. I have a say-so. And if you think that you're going to control every single pinpoint of what we do and how I'm, I'm supposed to treat you, that's not going to go. That's not going to fly. And not saying that I was trying to control everything in our relationship, but like, you know, as a sense of, and, and it was selfish. That's the thing. Another thing with us control freaks, it's selfish of us to do this. It's so selfish because we're only thinking about ourselves at the end of the day. We're only thinking about what what comforts us, what us having some power in a situation, the level of comfort it brings to us because it gives us security belt. It gives us safety net that we know we can fall back on it and everything's going to be okay because we already have the answer. So we know how to prepare for it. Sometimes things that happen unexpectedly or the unplanned is way better than having some type of plan. Like... And, I, and I'm talking about externally, like fit, like what's outside of you, because, you know, something is crazy. I don't know if y'all know this movie, but like from Prada Tanada, one of the characters, I know I'm bringing up a movie, but shut up and listen. <laughs> it goes into what I'm saying. One of the characters, she was going to school to be a lawyer. Now, her father was a very wealthy man, but her father, you know, before he died, he got a little he got mixed up with some bad investment. So they ended up losing all of, they lost their house, they lost all the money, all that shit. So, and on top of that, their mother died. So the sister, she she internalized that more like, okay, there's things in my life that I had no control over. So I'm gonna focus on the things that I do control and I'm not gonna involve myself with things that are out of my control. So she focused on her job because she has a sense of control in that. She wanted to focus on her career being a lawyer because she knew that she can. She has the willpower with how much she can pour herself into this because she knows she's in full, she's full, she's in full power and control of this situation, of her, of her career. Now, a man decides to show up in her life, and this gave her kind of like, um, I wouldn't say anxiety, but it kind of threw her off a little bit, and then she just didn't want to get involved because she knows that a, rela- a relationship is unpredictable. She can't control that. So what she's going to do is she's going to run the other direction because that's it, it's, it's safer for her to be in situations that she can control than being in situations that she can't because She's not she's not prepared to deal with the unknown. And she externalized that to the guy that was trying to get to know her, like that was trying to be with her. And she was like, nah, like I can't control relationships. I don't do relationships because that's out of my control and I like to be in control of shit. You see how you could fuck up good situations <laughs> when you have that mentality, when you have that mindset of just only trying to be in control of shit. And when you can't have control over it, you walk away or you avoid it. Or even when you engage in it, you end up pushing it away and self-sabotaging because that's not how the life that's not how life works you're not meant to control everything in your life you can you can control how you perceive uh, not how you perceive how you respond to things but you can't control on how things happen to you like we have no control over the shit that's happened to us we have no control of who our parents are how they raised us how our past relationships how they fucked us over mentally physically how they've abused us that is completely out of our control. So what people who have these tendencies of having, you know, OCD or having, you know, very 
a strategic mindset of wanting to control everything is because things that have let us down in the past, we had no control over. And therefore, it left us insecure, it left us vulnerable. It left us in a place that we felt like we couldn't do anything, like we were powerless. We couldn't do anything about it. So now as adults, you take that childhood that you had or those past relationships and you take those those blocks with you. When in reality, you got to let them go. Eventually, you got to let the bag of blocks and like baggage that comes with your controlling traits, you got to let it go so that way you can live a prosperous life and live life in a way that is going to give you more spontaneous moments, more connections, things that happen naturally to you because as unexpected as it is and as much as we feel like, damn, I don't have any control of this shit, of this shit at least I know I'm embracing it for what it is and whatever happens, happens. And that's the great part of life in itself is not knowing what's going to happen next. As much as, listen, as much as I myself am letting go of my controlling characteristic traits, I live for moments that are unexpected now. Like the man, like I said, the man that's in my life was very unexpected. I was not expecting him to just pop up in my life, especially during the time where I'm like, you know what, God, I'm done with relationships. I'm, <laughs> I'm benching myself. Take me off the market. I am done. I don't even want to involve myself with anybody anymore because I'm tired. I'm tired. And that tiredness came from lack of control in situations and just being constantly let down. That's why I just was ready to just bench myself and be like, you know what, God, I'm done. I leave this. I leave my dating life in your hands. Whatever you want to do for me, you do it. Whenever you feel like it's time, you'll do it. I'm just, I'm giving up that sense of control and giving it to you. And that's such a good thing to do as well is Surrender all that control and all of that fear that's inside of you of not being not being aware, not knowing what's going to happen. Just giving it straight up, just giving it to God and knowing that no matter what, whatever the situation that you may be in, whatever is going to come up or whatever is going to come next, just know that you're always going to be taken care of regardless. Like no matter what you think the situation might pan out to be or how bad it might be in your head. It's, things are always going to come better because look how far you came now. Look from all the things that's happened to you and look where, you are, where you're at now. And where you're at now, yes, maybe part of your life you felt like, okay, I focus so much on my career because I can control it and now I'm alone. <laughs> now I don't have a relationship because every single relationship I had, I ended up, you know, messing it up because I've, my controlling was appearing as a problem and it is a problem like it because your controlling habits become a problem when you're trying to control things that are outside of you and I've said this once I will say it again I'll say it for a third time like you have to let go of trying to control everything that is outside of your control nobody is a robot nobody is your robot okay unless you want to be in one of those sci-fi movies where they create fucking robots that look like humans and you can control them with a freaking computer because you have that much of an anxiety of trying like and and you know what let me say one thing I know I'm cutting myself off but let me say this I don't feel like as much as it's given me some type of security belt in the past with controlling it doesn't feel like it's not more exhilarating like my life doesn't feel more exhilarating when I know what's gonna happen you know like Sometimes I like when my life keeps me on my toes or people keep me on my toes and I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen next. And I'm not just saying that from like a toxic point of view, like, oh, I'm, are they going to cheat on me this week? No, <laughs> I'm talking from, you know, getting introduced to new people, getting introduced to new connections and learning more about people because it's so important to take your time. Like, 
time and patience are so important when it comes to partnerships, potential partnerships, potential relationships, anything that is coming into your life. Just as much as it can come into your life, you can remove it. But don't exile yourself just because things are not going exactly your way. Let Life will surprise you. And people that live in this world will surprise you as well. Like, if, you know, like uh, like uh, me and this man's date, like we went last Saturday. We went to Old Town, okay? I am a big-ass cornball, okay? I'm corny as fuck. I'm, cor- I'm so corny. Like, I'm straight off the cob corny, okay? <laughs> we came across, it's so funny. We came across, like, this magic show. And listen, I know this man got golden retriever energy as it is, but I was not expecting him to be like, fuck yeah, like, let's go, like, let's do it. And me inside, I'm like, oh shit, like, I'm screaming because I'm like, fuck yeah, like, finally, I have a guy that can act like a five-year-old with me and I don't feel like, I don't feel judged. Like, I don't feel like, oh my God, she's so childish. Like, why she wouldn't watch like fucking magic show? Like, it's so lame. Like, no, I love, I live for moments like that where I can, you know, take, take the little girl out of me and just have fun and he did that and it was just so unexpected and I loved that and I had no control over it like I wasn't the one that's like suggested it and I like that I like it's control gives you it gives the other person the power and sometimes if you have trust issues that's where controlling can also lie into like if you have problems trusting people you want to control the situation because of how like misleading how misled you were in the past and how people have completely tampered over your trust so that trust leads into you having control issues so back onto like our date me kind of like letting him take the wheel you know like and I noticed something that I started doing in the beginning our relationship was like planning all of these dates (laughs) like I used to plan all of these dates with him and and then I would get upset when he wouldn't plan anything and it's my fault because I conditioned his ass pretty much like oh she I mean she got all the plans so I mean I guess like my plans are not really valid or not really important and I don't want that like I, I don't want the guy I'm with to think that like oh his ideas are not cool or they're not fun or I just need to be I need to be the host of all of our dates like no I want everybody should have their own voice in a relationship and like I said, little does this man know he's teaching me every day like little things about myself and just ways that I can better myself. And it really inspires me to like talk about it, especially on here, because, you know, I think I'm not saying everybody's situation is the same, but I think we've all gone through like similar situations. And, you know, who knows? Maybe if I talk about my own testimony and what's going on in my crazy ass life someone out there listens to it and just like damn man I'm going through the same shit (laughs) like how is she handling it because maybe I maybe I need to let go of my own controlling habits and just let shit fly the way it's supposed to and you know and you know not setting high expectations on people because like I said people are gonna let you down people have let me down so much and I've learned that yes I've had trust issues in the past because you know being lied to often being lied to in a relationship for six years and just getting love bombed the shit out of and then finding out the person that you were talking to or you're dating was talking to their ex the entire time the whole duration of your relationship really can fuck with the person's mind <laughs> but understanding that not taking like not holding someone else accountable for the bullshit that someone else has done to you is very important and you got to let those controlling habits go if you want to have really good relationships with people and i know that takes a lot to say 
to just give that power to someone else and give that trust to someone else for them to take the wheel but it's gonna be very much more fulfilling and more satisfying for you in the long run than you trying to control every single aspect of a relationship that you're in because believe me (laughs) if i was very headstrong and just stubborn as fuck i probably would have ended up losing this man dead ass probably like if he didn't know my past if he didn't know anything like that and was just like you know what nah like this ain't it I probably I would have been sad <laughs> and I definitely know I would have been sad as hell but it's, it's okay to take your time like let things unfold the way that they're supposed to let things come natural let things be genuine stop trying to hold control over everything it's gonna be okay and overall control control what you can and what you can control is yourself you can't control anything outside of you but you can't control what is inside of you and don't let me saying that say oh well if it's inside of me then that means i need to do it like i need to control what's else like if, it, if i'm feeling it on the inside and, it, and the inside is telling me i need to control this no i'm saying control what's in your own element and what's in your own element is you <laughs> you can sit there and be like all right today i'm going to lay in bed all day i'm going to watch tv all day i'm going to go to the gym i'm going to be productive today those things you can tell yourself yes or no now you telling someone else that shit, they gonna look at you sideways. So <sighs> life is beautiful, y'all. I, I can't stress that enough. I love the life that I live. I love how unexpected it is. I like the twists, I like the turns, and I like the way I learn about things and the steps of how I learn them, even in unexpected moments. Because believe me, I was not expecting that <laughs> that conversation to happen between me and him. But I'm glad it did because it really inspired this episode and it really inspired me to know that it's okay to let go okay to let those habits go and let the world and let god do his thing because i love unexpected shit like unexpected happiness is so great it's such a good feeling to have especially when you didn't even you weren't even expecting it you didn't plan for it you didn't control it it just gravitated to you those are the moments we live for and in times when things and shit is hitting the fan as much as you want to try to have a grip of control or some type of power let shit play out the way it is because believe me my anxiety be through the fucking roof when it comes to shit if i know in a moment i could text somebody and maybe switch the narrative i can't you can't do that like especially if it was bad like you you can you may not want to like you may be the person that wants to leave on good terms and text them and be like oh you know i don't want to leave things on good bad terms then listen if they want to battle that shit with them themselves let them (laughs) let their asses be upset and hurt if you as a person you're like you know what i don't want no bad blood wish the best for you and leave it about that and know that you took yourself out and knowing that you know i left it was good on my end and not giving a shit if it was good on their end then (laughs) more i i don't know what like how to say it but it's better to know that i can control the situation within myself than trying to control everything outside of me and Letting that go gives you such a relief, such a relief, like not not having to worry, not being a control freak in situations. And you'll start to realize how once you drop those traits and you start letting them go, how how much relief you'll feel. It's like holding on to a rope and it, you feel it like cutting through your skin and how hurtful and how painful it is to let the rope go, like let the rope represent control and your grip on it trying to control like trying to keep a hold of it 
but the relief that you feel when you finally let it go and just let things happen the way they're meant to happen that are not controlled by you, that they are not influenced by you, a lot of great things happen. Good things happen. So I'm just going to end things on that note. Can't control everything, all, but you can't control yourself and you can control how you feel about situations. But understand that life is meant for the twists and turns. It's meant for crazy shit to hit the fan and spontaneous things to happen. But sometimes not knowing the answer all the time and not being in control of a situation, it gives life that little razzle-dazzle. Like, it gives life that little spice that we all need, like, los sazón. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I hope this episode helps somebody out there that may have controlling issues and has trouble and just struggles with trying to let that those traits go believe me i get it it's easier said than done but believe me when you do finally let those traits go and just let let life do its thing let things come naturally to you you let people do what they choose to do and you're not trying to control what they choose what they do oh life will be so much easier and i'm getting there i'm slowly getting there myself so i love every single one of y'all i really do i I'm always eager to record an, uh, each episode. I know I've been releasing episodes left and right before, but I want to get myself on a schedule because, you know, school's starting, I'm working, but I want to, you know, put myself on a little schedule or whatever. So hope you guys have an amazing week. I will see you guys back here on the next episode. Thank you guys so much for joining in on the Mind is the Matter podcast. I hope this episode, along with every episode, is bringing you closer to your inner peace and supports you along your healing journey. If you're loving the vibe this podcast is bringing to you and want to stay up to date with upcoming episodes, please hit that follow button and leave a review so it can help me reach other potential listeners who are eager to get to the root of their true selves. Also, my DMs are open for questions at the Mind is a Matter pod, so go ahead and give that a follow as well to receive daily motivational quotes and updates on upcoming episodes. Continue to be patient with yourself along this journey and I will see you back here on the next episode.